Hi everyone, my name is Sherry Hodds. I'm the Director of Leadership Learning at AST, Atlantic School of Theology. And I'm so pleased to be here. We are going to, well, we've already started actually this series on November 10th with Dr. David Dean, who did his session on questioning toxic assumptions. And on December 8th, we're going to be honored by the Honorable Dr. Mayan Francis and her session called Ethical and Spiritual Leadership. So Dr. Francis, thank you so much for being here with us. Well, you're quite welcome, it's my pleasure. We're so honored to have you be part of the series and we're so looking forward to that, that bigger conversation with participants. But yeah. just for today, we're just gonna tease them with some of your thoughts. So I just wanna ask you simply, what leadership means to you right now? Well, leadership has different meanings for different people, obviously, right? But um, for me, I have been in leadership roles for many, many years um, throughout my career. And it all depends on what organization I was in or whether people look at it as um, not only leadership in organizations, but leadership in, in your own home, leadership in community. So there's, there's different, different ways that people could be said, consider leaders. Um, I think overall, when I look at the term um, leadership, I look at the person themselves. First of all, what kind of personality is this person? Meaning, do they know who they are? Do they know their strengths? Do they know their weaknesses? Also, do they have compassion? Do they have caring? Are they um, people who respect other people who may not look like them or who, who have different viewpoints that they have? Um, are they the type of people who um, are looking to inspire people? Are they the type of people who look for unity? I mean, so there's so, there's so many characteristics that you can use to describe um, somebody who, in quote, leaders, and it all depends on where they are in leaders. But I think there's some basic qualities that all um, leaders can have if they are positive leaders. So in your own leadership right now, and you think of ethical and spiritual leadership, where is your focus personally? Well, I think we have to go all the way back to my, my foundation and my growing up. And my growing up in Sydney Whitney Pier with her father, my father was, was, a, was a clergy. Um, I think we have to look at that. I grew up as a religious person. I grew up with strong faith. And I still have um, my very, very strong faith in, in my belief in God and, and his son, Jesus Christ. So I use those, um, that foundation to help me um, make decisions. They help me make decisions based on some other factual information that I have as well. But I sort of look at it as, am I making compassionate decisions? Am I making decisions that um, are caring? Am I making decisions that's going to have a positive impact on people? Am I making decisions that's going to bring unity? Am I making decisions that are truthful and honest? And am I taking, uh, am I being accountable for whatever decisions I'm making? Even if a decision I made might have a negative impact, 
But then I ask myself, if it has a negative impact, did I still use positive um, initiatives um, to get to that point? Because every time you can make decisions and you can say that I made a good decision, but sometimes it might have a negative impact. Mm -hmm. So it's about being transparent, it's about being honest, and it's about being accountable. So I would say that um, that's the type of um, road that I like to walk on. I'm certainly not perfect um, because in my belief in, in God, and I respect people who may not have religious belief. I'm certainly not saying that they're, they can't be good leaders. I'm not saying that at all. But I think if we were to sit down together, we might, if they're good leaders, we might have some parallel things that are the same. Um, so I certainly do not condemn anybody who does not have um, strong spiritual feelings that might be religious. You could have a spiritual feeling that may not have anything to do with um, the God that I believe in. And, you know, and as I said, I do not condemn people like that. I'm, um, you know, I do have some friends who do not believe and we're friends and I certainly do not condemn them in any way and they're kind and they're great. Um, so it, it all depends, you know, so it, it's open for debate. Um, but I look at do we unify people? Do we bring people together? Do we respect people? Those are, those are some of the basics that I look at. Yeah. And when you think just broadly, are there some examples of good ethical, good spiritual leadership that you see out in the world? Or maybe it's an incident or maybe it's a particular, mm -hmm. particular leader? Mm -hmm. um, one person, well, there's, there's many leaders that I look to. And um, Martin Luther King is one of them. Um, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II is, is one, and I briefly will talk about them um, in, my, in my presentation on the 8th. Um, so I, there are people around the world who I look to um, that do demonstrate some spiritual leadership in various ways, and I'm not sure. I know Martin Luther King, of course. Um, he, was, he was a clergy as well, right? And then my own father. And um, I look for people around the world, as I said, who are looking to respect individuals, um, you know, and not to be cruel to people. And, and if somebody speaks to truth about something that, you know, they're not looked at and says, oh, we got to get rid of them because they can't be criticizing us, you know, this type of thing, because we're, we're there to seek the truth in which I think we, we should be doing. And um, perfect challenges we have right now is the COVID-19. Um, we also have the challenge about, you know, about the, the death of George Floyd. I mean, there's, there's so much, there's so much now in our world today um, that we have to look for people who are looking at unifying people. We have to look for people who care about people who are homeless or people who don't have, can't find a place to live because they can't afford it. And this day, and especially here in, in this, our, our, our countries, um, you know, we should be looking at people like that and be able to help them in some way. Um, we look at our look at children who, um, you know, are, are challenged because perhaps their parents can't afford to um, live a certain way because of COVID nineteen and that impacts. I mean, there's so many areas that many of us can be helpful to people, um, especially if we have um, a, a, an advantage of being fairly secure um so what are we doing to help in some way it doesn't have to be broad and big it could be something small that you're you're able to assist somebody or people you know and it's it's all about um, um 
I always say you have to be humble about it as well. You know, have, be humble about how you might be helping people. And sometimes people say, well, it's not just about helping people. What about our pets or our animals or whatever, or the environment? Absolutely, it's all of the above, all of the above. But not everybody has that talent to be able to do that. Some people might have talents to do something on a smaller scale, but at the same time, it is bigger. You know what I mean? It might be a small thing that they're doing, but it might have an impact that is broader, but they don't realize that. So, so it all depends. I'm curious because you say, Kurt, you said earlier that it starts from within, it starts with you. Is there any um, advice or anything you would share for younger people who are starting out their leadership journey? And that can start very at a very early age, of course, mm -hmm. for anyone. Yeah, it's true. I, I was interviewed uh, about um, two weeks ago now by 13, 13 year old up to about 18 year old. And I was so honored and thrilled. I'm telling you, they read my book and uh, they were, they were great. I was, I was kind of nervous. I'm going to say that. I'm saying, oh my gosh, this is a different generation, but I was so happy to hear from them. And they're on a good journey. They are on their journey for leadership. And um, how do I define that? I think I define it with them is the way they were asking the questions and the type of questions they were. And the fact that for them to come up with the questions, they had to read the book. And that book was um, their selection for their first day. It's a, it's a um, book club that they started and it clearly showed me they paid attention and they wanted to be able to ask the questions that were you know, they weren't always easy questions either, but they asked them. And I was deeply moved by that. And what I said, and afterwards, um, it was, it was, there was time for us to have conversations, have a conversation with them. And when I asked them, like, the tough questions, well, what do you think about the environment? What do you think about um, racist behavior or what are you doing to, you know, it was really interesting to hear their answers. And what I, what I saw, like, you know, when they asked me, like, what advice do you give us? I would say, stay strong, stay very um, comfortable with who you are, because clearly you are. You're able to ask me those tough questions. And you can see they were kind of nervous, you know, but they still asked the questions. And those who were shy had somebody else ask the question. So I respected that. And I said to, I said, those of you who are shy, don't be embarrassed by that. I said, you will always feel a little bit shy because I said, I still do at times. And you might say, she does. Yes, I do. But at the same time, I know that I still have to move forward. So I do. So I, I'm giving you all a salute and say it was my honor to have you question me the way you did. So these young people at 13 years old and 14 and 18, they had all these questions and I'm saying, they're thinkers. I said, you keep thinking, stay strong in your school, stay studying. Remember that education is all the time, every day. Even when you grow up and you're in your 30s and your 40s, you still keep learning. And I'm not saying that you have to be in a university or a community college. I'm just saying you can learn from somebody you're talking to. Mm -hmm. Right? So, uh, so anyway, that is basically what I, what I found with these 13 to 18 year olds, I said, oh my gosh, they're on a good road. And, you know, it was great to hear them. I, I just loved every minute of it. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, well, we want to give people a taste, but there are other places people can find you and learn more about your philosophy of leadership. 
One I want to mention is, of course, your book, Man Francis, An Honorable Life, which is a beautiful book, and they will get lots of, um, of your philosophy, I think, on leadership from reading your book. Also, something I watched recently was your um, Bela, Des uh, Bela Desmond Community Talk on Eastlink. Lots of great leadership learning in there, and people can look forward to your Leading from the Inside Out series session with AST on December 8th. So we'll put that in the notes. We'll put those uh, three mentions in the notes for the podcast. And I just want to thank you so much for being part of this series. And thank you so much for being part of this, this short interview. Well, thank you very much. And I'm looking forward to December the 8th. Thank you. We'll see you there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.